Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Misty, and this is Lattes and Legends. Oh, good morning. I hope it is a lovely spring day where you are. Um, it's Tuesday. It's snowing. Happy spring. Because it is so early, I have coffee. I have lots of coffee. How's everybody doing? It's been a little minute, um, but some things have been going on, and I just really couldn't wrap my head around life for a minute. So there's been broken collarbones, there's been winter, there's been back problems and shoveling, and as you can probably tell, I'm ready for sunshine and not shoveling. So, you know how that goes. Anyway, I'm going to take a sip of my delicious New Mexico Pinion coffee. Ah, there we go. So what's everybody been doing? What have you been watching? I started the Missing Malaysian Flight documentary thing on Netflix last night while I was in the bathtub. I've heard podcasts about it before, so I know what happens, happened. I know the theories uh, but I'm really interested to see how Netflix plays this out. So yeah, let me know what you're watching or listening to. I really have been on the Let's Not Meet tangent. I really like that show. It's creepy, but I like it. I like to listen to it while I do my chores outside. Um, it really helps with the shoveling. Just going to say that. So yeah, um, other than that, life is life, you know lights on vacations were kind of wonky and oh my mom came to visit and she's got to be the luckiest person in the world when it comes to flying she had a 10 minute delay between four flights 10 minutes 10 minutes 
I had a three-day delay. So, um, I applaud you for being so lucky on your flights. Um, she's not listening to this, but yeah. So we had a good time with her. She got to do some things in Colorado. This was her second trip here. And um, I guess she brought the snow because it was nice and sunny while she was here. And now it's snowing again. So I am not bitching about the snow because we need moisture because, you know, fire season. Uh, but I'll take the rain. Snow. Mm, okay. I'll take the snow. Whatever. Anyway, I will stop complaining. So I know the last episode I said I would talk about um, doppelgangers. And so, and yes, I know I'm not saying that correct, correctly German. So before anyone starts on the way I say it, I know. I'm not German. I don't have any kind of cool accent. You get doppelganger. I grew up in the South. That's what you get. Okay? So before you comment on the way I say it, keep it moving. I know. I know. I can't say it like the girl on Siri or the girl on Google. So you'll just get over it. So we're going to talk about the legend of doppelgangers, spirit doubles, and twins. Huh. Twins. Why do you ask? Because I'm a twin. (laughs) And I hope she's listening. So Christy, my twin, if you are listening, this doppelganger episode is for you. Okay, one last note before I start. I am in my living room slash dining room, so you might hear some sounds of the house. My office is just too cold to be in there and shut the door. You might hear a cat. You might hear the fire. You might hear house noises. You might hear the refrigerator turning on and off. You might hear anything. So just letting you know. Yeah. All right. Let's go. So my sources for today's episode, I have a lot, a lot, a lot. I will also post them in the show notes because that is muy importante. So ancient dash origins.net and antiquitynow.org, bustle.com. Of course, it's a listicle. Yes. Ancientpages.com, bbc.com, atlasobscura.com. Can we talk about how much I love Atlas Obscura? It's amazing. Supernaturalmagazine.com. This was a new one for me. Um, what else? Twinscoasttocoast.com. A cracked listicle. So cracked.com. A thought catalog.com listicle. A ranker.com listicle. I think that's what we got. All right. So first we're going to talk about spirit doubles and doppelgangers. So the mythology of spirit doubles can be tracked back thousands of years, thousands, thousands, thousands. And it came from different ancient legends, stories, artwork, and books. And we will touch on some of the books where it came from. So basically... The most well-known reference to spirit doubles or alter egos is, you guessed it, the doppelganger. A word that is still used today to refer to a person that is physically or behaviorally similar to another person. Mm -hmm. So doppelganger, like I said, is a German word that means double goer. 
It refers to a wraith or apparition that casts no shadow and is a replica or a double of another living person. Hmm. They're generally considered omens of bad luck and even signs of impending death. So, you know, the legend says if you see your doppelganger or if a friend or relative see your doppelganger, that means that danger, illness, or death will befall on the person. And if you see your own doppelganger, dun, 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 you're going to die. So let's start on that. Um, so what if you have a doppelganger? Just going to throw that out there. Like, I see her all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm being silly, but... I've all we've always joked about this like we're each other's doppelganger in the story so in different accounts of doppelgangers sometimes they're called the evil twin which suggests that uh they are trying to attempt to give you advice or they're trying to mislead you perhaps they're trying to put some sinister ideas in your mind that can cause confusion in your life and cause you to change your life this is all just legends. Anyway, um, people are advised to never communicate with your doppelganger if you see them at all costs. Do not talk to them. Again, what if you already have a doppelganger? Anyway, so there have been lots of different interpretations when it comes to doppelgangers, and they have been mentioned in literature all over the world. Yeah. And basically, let's talk about, um, I see one, around 1851, there was a watercolor painting called How They Met Themselves, and it was by Dante Gabriel Rossetti. See, I can say that. I know how to say Rossetti. It's Italian. (laughs) Just kidding, guys. Anyway, according to this interpretation, there were two medieval lovers walking through the woods at twilight, and they encountered their doubles. They were glowing. Mm. So the man in the painting drew his sword because he was like, what the hell is going on? However, his lover collapsed in a deathly swoon. Mm. So this was a painting by Rossetti back in the 1800s. Elizabeth Barrett Browning also wrote some poems about doppelgangers, and then Poe wrote a short story called Silence about doppelgangers, so you can check those out if you are interested. So, of course, doppelgangers are said to be fiction, and these stories are fictional. However, there are some people that lived that said they saw their doppelganger. Okay, so let's talk about Abraham Lincoln. So there's a book called Washington in Lincoln's Time by Noah Brooks. And according to this book, after Lincoln was elected in 1860, he got home one day and he was looking in his mirror of his dresser and he saw himself reflected in double. And he was at full length and he saw his face. We had two different images of his face. So basically there were like three Lincolns, like himself, his reflection, and the doppelganger reflection. That makes sense. So he said that the other reflection was a little bit paler than he was. And he was worried about it 
Um, and then he told his wife and then she got super worried and she believed that the pale image of Lincoln was a bad omen. And she determined that meant he would only serve a first term and he would die before the second. Huh. Interesting, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's talk about some more doppelganger stories in real life, shall we? We shall. Okay, so the first one is Emily Skeggy, maybe S A G E E with an apostrophe. I'm going to call her Emily because, yeah, I'm not a linguist. Anyway, so she was young. Um, I'm feeling like 20s maybe. She was a school teacher in Latvia in the mid-1800s. And apparently she was such a good teacher. Everyone liked her. But she had a really weird track record. She had 18 different jobs teaching in 16 years. Hmm? Okay, let's talk. When people look at your resume today and see that, big red flag. Emily, what's happening? What's going on? Anyway, so after hearing about, you know, her accounts, a lot of people started to question what's really going on with Emily. So the students where she taught said they always saw two of her. And when she wrote on the blackboard, the second version of Emily would show up in the class mocking what she was doing. Creepy. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So in one of the articles where I saw this, they quoted Vice. I guess Vice did an article about it too. I'll find that and put it in the show notes. Um, And they said, quote, one evening, as Emily ate in the dining hall, it appeared again. It mirrored her actions once more. At one point, it was even noted that Emily double sat down in a chair at the head of the classroom, staring toward the children, while the real-life Emily was actually in the school garden. End quote. So apparently she never saw her own double, but... The kids saw her double, and they were very, 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 very confused. Huh. Eventually, she did lose her job because of the disturbing presence of her double. That, that's really creepy, right? Like, if my sister was showing up at my job, which she, I mean, it's just 2,000 miles away, so. And if she was showing up at my job, I wouldn't understand, like, her trying to play a prank on me. But, like, this girl doesn't even have a sister. It's just a stupid doppelganger. Mm-mm. I'd be pissed. I lost my job because of you. No, I'd be so mad. Anyway, that's the story of Emily. So let's talk about Catherine the Great. Dun-dun-dun. So she was the Empress of Russia in the 18th century, if you didn't know that. And she had some hauntings that turned out to be a little sinister, according to those who know about her. So, in 1796, she actually died. So, we're going to say that. So, some reports say that Catherine's servants woke her frantically after one night having seen, in plain day, her doppelganger sitting silently in her throne room. You know, her 
um, servants knew that she was sleeping, so they were very confused. When they woke her up, she was confused, so she went back with them to the throne room, and her doppelganger was right there. Face to face, Catherine saw her. Hmm? What? Yeah, face to face. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. You're going to die, Catherine. <gasps> she told her servants to shoot the doppelganger. But a week later, guess what? She had a stroke. She died. Mm-hmm. Was this foreshadowing, Catherine? According to legend, it is. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so let's talk about... Oh, I have so many. There's so many stories about doppelgangers. I don't really know where to begin. Okay, I'll do one more and then we'll move on to twin stories because I like twin stories. So, one more. So, an 1884 issue of Sunny South tells a story of a county clerk who contracted area. One night, he was shivering and unable to sleep, and he saw a shadow of a man come into his room. As this man got closer to his bed, he saw the face looking down on him was his own. This is such a horror movie. I love it. So the same incident happened the next night, <clears throat> and then he t- called two of his friends to corroborate his story. The two men arrived when they could, and they kept watch over his friend as he tried to sleep. They were startled really late in the night as the figure of the clerk himself stepped into the candlelight. The man approached him. And then he retreated into the shadows. They never saw the visitor again. However, that night, the clerk, he died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doppelgangers are creepy. But so are twins, right? Mm-hmm. Are twins creepy? So being a twin, I have a lot of knowledge about creepy twin stories. And to answer your question, yes, when she is feeling a certain way, I feel a certain way. It may not be the same way, but I know that something is wrong or off or anything like that. We do have a tendency to be off balance. When we're off balance, it's a phone call, it's a FaceTime, it's me jumping on a plane, anything to balance ourselves out. We may not see eye to eye on things, but guess what? We're still twins, and we are still that mirror image of one another. Yeah. So I decided I would find some creepy telepathic stories, and this was from Ranker, and they are kind of cool. So, one, let's see, which is the best one? Let's talk about the night one twin died and she dreamed, she told her other twin to take care of their kids. Right? Did I word that right? I don't know. Let me read the story. So, basically, the story goes, quote, my aunt and dad were twins. My aunt woke up in the middle of the night from an odd dream. She even woke up my uncle to tell him about it. In the dream, my dad told her to take care of my sister and me. He told my aunt he was leaving and needed her to look after us. She said the dream really shook her. That morning, we found out my dad passed in his sleep. Mm. Yeah, isn't that creepy? 
So here's another one. Quote, when my twin sister and I were two, she got her fingers stuck in a door and part of it was ripped out. My parents took her to the hospital while my aunt and uncle watched me at home. Apparently, I was playing calmly and at a certain point started shouting, crying, and shaking. My aunt and uncle were so panicked, nothing to seem, nothing seemed to please me. My uncle even had me hold even had to hold me in his arms because I was shaking hysterically. I eventually became calm again, as if nothing happened. When my parents came home, they were in disbelief. At the same time I had my crisis, my sister went into the operating room to get stitches, and my parents and the doctor were shocked that she didn't even flinch, cry, or do whatever a normal two-year-old would do. She even laughed and sang while she was in the waiting room. My parents, aunt, and uncle still believe that to this day, I felt the pain from my sister, and it was somehow transferred. Hmm. Creepy. So there's one story I want to read to you guys, and this story has been featured on true crime podcasts and shows. So if you're into that, you probably know about these silent twins. Um, so I love this story. Not because it's positive or anything, but just because it, it's a very interesting story about twins. So one of these twins suffered from um, temporary insanity and the other was, quote, infected by her madness. Their bond was so strong that when one of them completely lost it, the other one did too. Hmm. Um, yeah. So let's talk about Jennifer and June. Dun, dun, dun. All right, so these two girls raised in Wales that their parents are from Barbados. They liked to read, they liked playing games, they liked playing with Barbies, but they had some weird rituals that their parents were like, what the hell is going on? Um, if my mom were listening, I would ask her if we had any weird rituals, but I don't, I don't know if I want to know that. We're already creepy enough. <laughs> anyway, um, so one part of this ritual is they would decide which one would wake up in the morning first and which one would breathe first. Mm-mm, mm-mm. The other one wasn't allowed to do anything until the other one did. So oh, this sounds like an episode of Extreme Sisters. This is really creepy. Have you guys seen that show? It's so creepy. So creepy. But I won't get into that. So this relationship between Jennifer and June was extremely complicated. They were best friends, but they'd also try to kill each other. Um, that sounds like twins. Mm, but not all twins try to hang the other. Ooh, Jennifer tried to strangle June with the cord of a radio, and then June decided to throw Jennifer off a bridge. What? What? Uh-uh. No. You got Mm-mm. No. As they grew older, their behavior just escalated. They would steal. They'd set things on fire. Their parents were like, um, no, they have to be committed. There is something wrong. Yeah. So the two of them ended up staying 14 years at the Broadmoor Hospital. And then one day, they told one of their friends that one of them was not going to make it out of the hospital alive. That's when Jennifer said, I'm going to die. We've both decided. Mm-hmm. So they basically 
realize that for one for them to be quote normal one of them had to die because their relationship was so messed up that they cannot both live isn't that weird that's weird so june apparently reformed herself and was like i'm amazing i'm sane i'm awesome and jennifer was like i guess i'll be the one that dies so as they were being transferred to a lower security hospital Jennifer actually died from a rare heart problem, and that still hasn't been explained. June became, quote, normal and less creepy after she stopped being a twin, and today she has a very quiet life with her family. What? Isn't that weird? This wasn't the exact story I was thinking of. I think I was thinking of the other one. There's so many. Um, when you get a chance, look up the Swedish twins, Ursula and Sabina Eriksson. Who? yeah, it's crazy. There's videos of it, I think. I think that's what I'm thinking about. So, um, if you're a twin listening to this, twins are amazing. If you're a Gemini listening to this, twins are amazing. If you're anybody listening to this, you're amazing. But twins are really flipping awesome. Because I am one, and I appreciate twins. So, um, yeah. So that's about it for today. Ooh, this is one of my longer episodes. Hooray! I hope everyone has a beautiful spring. I will be checking in probably next week because I need to step up my game on my podcast. I'm gonna finish my coffee. I might have second breakfast because it's not even nine o'clock, and I'm hungry again. Yeah. Hope everyone has a beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you check out Instagram. It's Lattes and Legends. Uh, what else? Facebook is Lattes and Legends Podcast. And the website is lattesandlegendspodcast.com. And I hope everyone, just ha- you just have a great week, you know? Don't let Tuesday kick your ass. Um, because usually it kind of does. But we got this. We can make it through... Yeah, we got this. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. 
Code PROGRAM.